0: This is the Wife Wisdom Podcast with Christy Little-Jones of mrschristyjones.com, episode number 35. In today's episode, I'm talking about creating a marriage mindset and the role that sacrifice plays in marriage. Up next on the Wife Wisdom Podcast. The Wife Wisdom Podcast is a real conversation designed to help you cultivate the heart of a wife. If you are single and desire to be married, if you are newly married and want to thrive as a wife, or if you are a seasoned wife and just need a little encouragement staying a wife, this podcast is just for you. If you are new to our podcast, Welcome. I'm so excited that you are here. Welcome to the family. And if you are already a part of my tribe, you know how much I love and appreciate you. So let's jump right into today's show. Today, we are talking about what it's going to take to create a marriage mindset. Well, to all of my wives who are listening, being married and staying married requires a certain mindset. And way of thinking, yes? Can I get an amen? (laughs) So let's start from the beginning. If you have a heart to get married, all you know about marriage is what you've heard, what you've seen, whether it's in your personal experience or on TV, what you've dreamed about. These are all the ideas that we have about being married and what marriage may be like. But in life, like everything else, We really don't know what the experience is going to be like until we are actually experiencing it, right? I have always wanted to be married since I was a little girl and no doubt I knew that I was going to be a wife and a mom, but I really wish I had gotten more of a heads up from veteran women or seasoned women who had gone through marriage before me so that I did not feel so blindsided So hoodwinked and bamboozled because I literally felt kind of smacked in the face when I got married because of my expectations that I had before marriage versus the reality of marriage when I was married. And so this is one of the reasons why I even started this podcast to help women who are preparing for marriage and are newly married to give them a little heads up because after They say, I do. Some women are just so taken back by the reality of marriage that they feel like, oh no, I've made a huge mistake and they panic and they run for the hills. (laughs) So um, being married requires a mindset for sure. So today I want to talk to you a little bit about a few of the fundamentals that I believe you must grasp before getting married and while you're married. And, you know, whether you've been married for two months or you've been married for 10 years, I do believe that these fundamentals and these principles will apply because there are certain things that you've, you may not have experienced in marriage or you desire to experience in marriage. And it just may be a little tweak or a little shift that you need to make in your mindset in order to really experience the breakthrough that you desire in your marriage. Okay. So let's talk about, okay, number one is marriage was created for a purpose. Marriage is God's idea and he has a great purpose for you. That's hidden in marriage. God's purpose for marriage is to procreate to create, of course, to make babies, um, to become expressions of him in the earth and to and literally marriage is designed to be a protection or a covering um, for you each other and these are all this is all part of his purpose and plan for marriage and so when you understand that there is purpose in marriage abuse cannot happen so I love Dr. Miles Monroe the his very famous quote that says When you don't understand the purpose of a thing, abuse is inevitable. So if if you don't understand that there's purpose in marriage, that God has created marriage to have a purpose, then you're going to abuse it because you don't know what the purpose is. So you have to understand that there is purpose in marriage. And when you recognize that there's purpose in marriage, Lots of times there are women who now are a lot more careful in making decisions in who they marry, because if you know that there's purpose in it, you want to make sure that you are seeking God and really listening for what God is saying. If he is literally joining you to this to this man that you are going to marry, because you don't want to just get married because he's cute. You don't want to just get married because his body is all that. You don't want to just get married because he's got a lot of money, right? Especially if there's no purpose around it, it will not last. It just can't because the when you don't understand the purpose of a thing, abuse is inevitable. So you're now, you've gotten in front of God, you've gotten before him. You said, oh, I want to marry him. Oh my gosh, he was so nice to me. And he's just been so consistent for the last three months. Um... Now, this is when you're like, you're really wanting to see God and, and literally get just still. And even if you a, you're newly in a new relationship with God or you don't even have a relationship with God, there's still a stillness, a quietness that you can just tune out the noise of the world and get still and get clear and really hear for direction. Here, like, "Mm, I know I'm not supposed to be with this guy, but he's just so good. He's just so good to me. He's just so nice to me, but mm, there's something mm, I don't have a whole bunch of peace. All of that goes into understanding the purpose for marriage and your specific relationship. It's so important to know that God calls you specifically to um, to be with someone and uh, to for procreation, for expression, to become an expression of him in the earth through the challenges and the tests in marriage, and that it is a protection for you to cover each other so that you do not burn in lust. And so that is the purpose of marriage. Okay. Then, um, number two, this is a big one. Marriage is not about you. I know this is a big one for me because I always thought, oh, I cannot wait to get married. I'm just going to be happy and we're going to make each other happy. Mm. Marriage is not about you. Some of us get married with the idea that he is going to make me happy whenever I am not happy. It's my husband's job to jump through hoops to make me happy when I'm not happy. Honey? No, you are in for a rude awakening if you do not get this mindset in check because again, Marriage is God's idea. It's for, it's his creation. It's for God's purpose. So marriage is not about you. Marriage is about God's purpose for you with this person that you are marrying. What he is calling you to do, who he's calling you to bring forth in the earth, whether it's you're adopting children, whether you're having children, whether you're fostering children, whether you are um, mentoring children, whatever it is, they, that is a very specific calling and purpose and assignment on your life so if you are going into marriage or if you think that marriage is all about you know the butterflies that you get in your stomach because you just are so madly in love with this person that is wonderful and beautiful and we all love that that feeling but that is not sustainable or like far as far as Long lasting every single day, every single moment for the rest of your life until death do your part. That's not realistic. Their marriage is the experience of marriage and what you will will experience in marriage is going to make you realize. Oh, the the level of sacrifice that you are going to have to make in marriage to make it work. OK. Let's talk about that for number three. Um Uh, Having a marriage mindset (laughs) understands the necessity of sacrifice, big time, like with 10 exclamation points. (laughs) The marriage mindset understands that marriage is about sacrifice. It's about serving. This is huge, especially on the heels of number two, where, you know, marriage is not about you. Marriage is about sacrificing. Marriage is about serving. So if you already know that you are very selfish, that you are very self-centered, you like your space, you, you like things your way, you um, want things done a certain way. And if they're not done a certain way, then you're going to have a hard time. Then you've got a lot of work to do before you get married. And again, we keep it real here on Wife Wisdom Podcast because you are you're in for a root awakening. If you think that singleness or singlehood and marriage is is just you've just added a partner or you just added you know somebody to live in the house with you, no, that is not the case. Marriage is a coming together of two experiences, usually like full grown adult experiences, right? So you've got your experiences, however old you are, 30, 25, 22, 45, all of your experiences, all of your, um, your, your encounters, right? And then you are merging them together with another person, another whole adult person's experiences, encounters, baggage, perceptions, all of that is coming together as one. We've got values, we've got morals, we've got upbringing, we've got backgrounds, we've got cultures. All of these are merging together as one to become a unit, to become a union, to become an agreement, a marriage. Yes. So what it requires is a level of understanding that it's going to require sacrifice and serving. And a lot of times The sacrifice and serving comes when you do not feel like it. And so creating a marriage mindset, you have to know that that is the default, right? So the default thinking in your mindset when you get married is that you have to be willing to sacrifice. You've got to be willing to serve your husband, serve your children. You've got to be willing to sacrifice for your husband, sacrifice for your children. So I'm going to give you an example. Uh, My husband... Um, as you have heard in some of these episodes that he loves to golf, he loves, loves, loves golf more than eating, more than sleeping. He can literally, he loves it. This is like brings him such joy. And so there was a time where we are, you know, we have three teenagers and there, there's a lot going on in our house. And so we're having to be very good communicators and stay in close in touch with each other's calendars to help each other really move our children and navigate them across the beltway because (laughs) of all of the different things that they're involved in. Now, there are times when I may say, okay, I need you to take blaze or sky to, you know, this on Monday. He's like, oh man, I was trying to go to golf with my boys, but I got to him first. Right. And so there's a level of sacrifice There's a level of serving because he had plans to go with his friends to go um, golfing, but He needed to sacrifice that desire to golf in order to serve his family to get his kids where he needed to get them to because I couldn't because I was working or whatever. Okay, so that is something that has to become a default practice, a default in your mindset when it comes to marriage. Because if you believe when you get into marriage that it's all about your husband serving you and sacrificing for you and you don't have to reciprocate, you don't have to do the same, It's going to be a problem. It's seriously going to be a um, stumbling block for you in marriage when it doesn't necessarily have to be. Now, I do know that when you first get married and um, there's, there's, of course, there's this, you're learning to become selfless. You're learning unselfishness um, when you are newly married. And there's some grace there because you guys are, this is the first time that you're coming together. You have adults. Uh, minds, you know, adult experiences, adults, cultures, and upbringings coming together as one. So there's some, there's a learning curve to that, right? So you're going to have to grow into a space of really learning how to serve and sacrifice to one another. And I'm telling you, I, from experience, it took me several years, it took us several years to get to a place where we weren't, um, I don't want to say bitter, but we were not, Um, there was a lot of hesitation around serving or hesitation around sacrificing because we didn't necessarily want to. And then there there were times where we kind of compared, well, I'm doing all the sacrificing. What are you doing? I'm doing all the serving. What are you doing? And so we literally would go back and forth with that whole process in the beginning of our marriage. But now that we are in 18 years, it's become a lot easier to sacrifice for one another, a lot easier to serve one another because we know that the seed of sacrificing and sowing into our marriage and serving each other in our marriage is not only um, being great examples for our children, but the harvest of that sacrificing and, and the, the serving that we are doing to one another is huge. The fruit from that is so beautiful. Please hear me when I say that it is so beautiful, but it is a mindset. So you want to make sure that When you go into being married, that you know that there's going to be sacrifice and there's going to be serving. Another example that I want to give you is intimacy. Sex and intimacy is a big, big, big one because um, I've coached many couples where they were preparing for marriage and they're trying to abstain. And, you know, it's all, you know, the devil is really tempting them to be intimate before they get married and then they get married and then like this, there's no sex. And so it's such a hard... Um, it's it's a hard transition for them because they they realize, you know, if there's one party that wants sex more than the other, then there's a sacrifice that's required. There's a serving that's required because a part of God's purpose in marriage is to protect, is to cover. So my husband, if he's wanting to be intimate and I'm tired and I don't feel like it, he's got on my nerves that day, right? There's a level of sacrifice and a level of serving that I—that's the default that needs to be the default in my mindset, in my marriage mindset, so that I'm able to serve him and I'm able to sacrifice my own desires, right? Because there's a threshold that and we'll get into that on another episode, but there's a threshold that our husbands have for intimacy and we need to understand what that is. So that's a big one, big, big, big. Okay. Number four is um, marriage mindset is about negotiation. So, you know, you have to stay in the conversation. You've got to be able to negotiate with one another and recognizing that, There are two of you, right? So one shouldn't be doing all the sacrificing and all the serving and the other one reaping all the benefits. It's got to be a mutual agreement, a mutual negotiation and a gentle, loving, okay, well, I can't do this, but can we do this? You know, suggestions and, and really being open and honest to, um, just, uh, being expressive and authentic in what it is that you truly desire So that you can negotiate gently and lovingly, so that you can both serve and sacrifice for one another. And it's a mutual, it takes a lot of practice to get this, a lot of uh, practice and years of kind of failing (laughs) to be able to negotiate well in marriage. Uh, Marriage mindset, this is number five. Marriage mindset is about being committed to being reconciled and not needing to be right. This is huge. Ladies, when it comes to communication, would you rather be right or would you rather be reconciled? A marriage mindset is committing to being reconciled. Not having a marriage mindset is committed to being right, that you are arguing and you are fighting and you're fussing with your spouse because you need to be right. You need to prove that you're right. No, I didn't say that. Yes, I did say that. And you are arguing with them over and over just to be right. As opposed to being reconciled and having the bigger picture of marriage in mind when it comes to having a marriage mindset. So when you have a marriage mindset, you are committed to being reconciled, not arguing and fighting to be right, to be heard and um, to be heard in an effort to be right, if that makes sense. So a marriage mindset is about being committed to being reconciled. Huge number six marriage my a marriage mindset fights for legacy. What does this mean? A marriage mindset knows that you are teaching your children how to be in relationship because you know that your example are the seeds that will grow in their understanding of how to do marriage and relationships. So a marriage mindset fights for legacy, and there you're very, very um, you're holding yourself accountable. To being examples of a wife and a husband that you want your children to model, that you want your children to emulate so that you are not the accountability that you are um, holding, you know, the, the accountability that you have with yourself, you are wanting your children to model that. This is a marriage mindset that fights for legacy. They know that the seed that they are sowing in the examples that they they are, the examples that they show and they model to their children will harvest in their lives later. This is really, really big because a lot of people who are not really self-aware will do certain things and when it shows up in their children, they're like, I don't even know where they learned it from. They learned it from you, and so it's really, really key to practice being be the change you want to see in the world, as Mahatma Gandhi says. Right, that it's it's about being the the wife, being the mother. Being the woman, being the Christian, being the woman, being the, the boss, being the business owner, the entrepreneur, being the friend, the girlfriend, being the, you know, the the daughter. It's about the examples every single day. The example that you are, you're wanting to, when you're fighting for your legacy, there's a mindset to it that sh- that says, oh, do what I say, not what I do. No, it is do what I do. And I'm holding myself accountable to doing what I, what, doing what I do so that you can model doing what I, what I do and it will honor the Lord. And so that is number six. So marriage is God's design to grow you. It is God's design to mature you and to strengthen you in every single area of your life. There are, who, there's so many Aspects of marriage that God will use to grow you, whether it's combining your finances and, you know, your maybe your husband is terrible with finances and he's a spender and you're a saver and figuring out how to balance that and negotiate in marriage around your finances It could be that you are a, you're an an extrovert and he's an introvert and you're always wanting to host people over at your house. And he's like, why do we have to host everybody in the world at our house? But then you're having to learn how to negotiate. Well, this is who I am and I enjoy doing this. So instead of hosting people every single weekend, can we do two weekends a month? And are you okay with that? And so marriage is this, is this dance and it literally is a, it can become this beautiful waltz. That you are tango that you learn, but in the beginning, you're gonna step on each other's toes a lot. You are going to bump into each other. You are not, it's not gonna look pretty. It's not gonna be flowing and seamless. And it's just, you're gonna have to give each other grace to learn each other as well, which is such a huge part of marriage. I'm still learning things about my husband. 18 years later. And I think largely because we're changing, we're constantly changing. I did not, he's not the same man I married 17 years ago. And I'm not the same woman that he married. So we're constantly evolving. And the key is with the marriage mindset is that you've got to have a mindset that has the capacity to grow with your spouse. And if you can have the mindset to, to, that has the capacity to grow with your spouse, you're going to be all right. Y'all are going to make it because again, it's got to be flexible. It's got to be, um, shapeable. Is that the right word? Malleable maybe where God can literally mold it into, okay, this is the season that my husband's in now. And it's so different than the season he was in five years ago. And so how can I love him? How can we communicate? How can we be intimate? How can we negotiate? How can I serve and, and, and sacrifice for him in this season when it may be a hard season, you know? And, and how is that going to look? How are you going to walk this out gracefully? How is he going to walk it out gracefully with you? It's a beautiful dance and it can be a beautiful waltz, tango, cha-cha, whatever dance you like. But it really just requires two people to understand that marriage is a mindset. It, it's, it requires a marriage mindset to, so that you're when you are defaulting in your thinking that the goal is always to win. The goal is always that you are a team. You guys together are a team. The goal is always that you love your, that he loves you and you respect him. The goal is always that you are examples for your children and the world and how people should do marriage. The goal is to honor God in what you say, how you act, what you do in your marriage. And so This is the marriage mindset that I wanted to really just talk about today because I just was thinking through how so many women, married women who are, or single women who want to get married don't realize that they need to be working on developing a marriage mindset, that they need to know that when they go in this thing, that it's going to be sacrifice and serving and a lot of sex maybe, and when you don't feel like it. You don't feel like sacrificing. You don't feel like serving. You don't feel like having sex. That's, that is a part of marriage. And I didn't realize that that was a part of marriage until I got in it. (laughs) I was like, how come nobody told me? Right. And so I'm telling you, yay, I'm telling you and I'm warning you and I'm preparing you that marriage can be wonderful and beautiful, but you've got to know that your mind's got to be right Or you're not going to make it. You will be one of the 65%, 68% of people who statistically are, um, have experienced divorce because they didn't realize, or they didn't give enough, um, priority to knowing that marriage requires a mindset. So there you have it, ladies, creating a marriage mindset and how, Critical and important it is to really experiencing success and thriving in your marriage. So, as always, thank you so much for joining me today. And each and every week, as you listen to these episodes, thank you for sharing this with your family, with your friends. I so appreciate it. If you have not followed us on Instagram, please do so. I'd love for you to come on over to it's at wife wisdom. Come on over, say hello in the comments, introduce yourself. I would love to to meet you and say hello. If you listen to us on iTunes and haven't rated our podcast yet, please do so. You can rate and review us on iTunes and it really helps other women to find our podcast. Also, I want to invite you to become a part of our email list. We are doing some really cool programs. We've got some fun products that we actually are going to be testing and launching in the next upcoming months. And so go to bit.ly forward slash join Wife Wisdom. We post new episodes every Monday by 8am Eastern Standard Time. And so again, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I love you. I appreciate you. And I believe in your breakthrough. I will connect with you next week. Bye bye.